Let me grab my drink for this. We in a villa where it's realer. Mm-hmm. We got the trees in the trees. Trees. Climb up and get cool. Yes, sir. Tree Villa Records. I sound like Gerald Johansson or Hey on when he talk, uh, <laughs> spits poetry and shit. You got it uh, with, the, with the snaps. And Mr. Simmons gave us a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we back in the villa. Benny Greenheart, the writing motherfucker. I got the best b-boy on the planet to my right. You're evil Marty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martel Marty. Yes, sir. We back up in the villa. Motastic on the mix. Yep, yep. He gives everyone their flowers cuz. You know why? Mo cares. Mo cares. <laughs> the scientist. The mad scientist on the boards. Cute cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> I wish we could add that song to the mix. R.P. Rick James. And we got a special guest. Two special guests. Special. Got a mirror on the camera, doing his thing. Yeah. I see you, my nigga. With hey, I look good on this motherfucker, <laughs> don't I? I'm that pretty motherfucker. Yeah, that's me. And then we got a kind of we got family. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. We got family. family in here. Yeah, family ties. Oh, you know family. What I'm saying? It's deep in this motherfucker. If you're a fan of polite coolery, you're mm-hmm. gonna be very, very pleased with this episode. Yeah. Because we have a fan favorite of polite coolery, uh, which wait, is also a, a former Tree Villa. Champion already. I was getting there. Yeah, my bad. But you, hey, bad. but you keep me on my toes. Though. I, that's what we're here for. Exactly. Mo cares. Has one of the <laughs> one of. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was smooth. Expect more. Of that. It was the do say. Yeah. No, yeah, that's just how he is. That's my real name. good. <laughs> one of the better. Actually, all the tree villa, tree title freestyles have been great. All of them. Yeah, we blessed. Flames. But him. And a man from Southside named Jerry. Southside. Had a crazy imprompt. Impromptu. Cause niggas was not planning for that shit. No. We said, fuck it. Yeah. Let's find a beat right now. Let's do a tree title freestyle right now. And niggas got for busy. Benjamins. But rappers rap. That's what rappers rappers rap. And they came to die rap. for Benjamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, my nigga. They be talking that shit too. My nigga had the Morgan Freeman smooth voice. My nigga, I'm like, yo, this nigga my sounded like fa- Jesus. He said, like, my baby face is smooth assassination or something like that. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It always sounds no, good. And the fact that he did it on a Dilla beat. Yeah. He did it on a Dilla beat. Whoa. We got the legendary and the Mike. Went out. Michael. 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 Villa episode. Man, thank yes. you for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate you. For Michael reached out. Nigga, easy money. We doing it. <laughs> I hit the group chat real quick. It was like, yeah, Cole coming. <laughs> it's family, it's love. You yeah. feel me? You have to come back, show some love. So how you feeling, man? How's everything going in your world right now? You know what I'm saying? You want me crazy keep... world we living in, but yeah, crazy. I was like, you want me to keep it real? Keep that, keep it oh, real. Keep it real. I wouldn't have it all the way. In the villa, man. To be truthful, bro. During all of this, at, at first, I was uh, I was cool. It was me, and my moms. We got a a lot of things going on with our brand and everything. Mm-hmm. But then that's when the bombshells hit, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And things got a little depressing, bro. I ain't going to lie to you because I'm somebody that really, really cares about the culture, you feel me, to a different degree. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to, you know, seeing the news, seeing social media and everything, it was like, all right, what's our next move? 
Because mm-hmm. I content is designed for times just like this, but I don't want to come out like trying to like, you know what I'm saying? I want your attention. We be on this now. Nah, let me let me sit yeah. back, breathe for a second, let, let people speak their peace. Mm-hmm. And when it comes time to speak our peace, we're going to speak it. So to be truthful, I've been... I've been in the back cave, man. Just really, really doing my best to gather the proper materials, the people, the resources, and put something together <laughs> that speaks the perspective to where words don't even need to be spoken. You feel me? Mm. And that's and that's it with a short film we got coming, Noble, that's dropping Juneteenth. So by the time this come out, y'all already go see that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Check that out. Me and David Kirkman worked. Seamlessly yeah. on that, bro. That happened. We shot that in two days, bro. That was that was like on a whim too, wasn't it? Yes, like yeah, he was. Yeah. He wanted to uh, do a camera test. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. had bought a new camera, and he was like, "Bro, would you want to be one of my test subjects?" I'm like, "It's not yeah. even a question." Bro. I seen the like, story on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So nah, we that's coming out soon. I'm super excited about that. I got an album dropping on Father's Day. You feel me? Okay, so okay. super excited about that debut album at that called My Cole. Uh, stands for Master Yourself on Life. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Real smooth, okay, okay. like, and that C, like, master yourself with a C, because it's down self. to the cellular level. You feel me? Mm. Too busy in front of these cell phones. We looking okay, at nigga. If I had a flex bomb, I would drop <laughs> that shit right <laughs> now, nigga. <laughs> Come on. He getting real, real. Y'all should, ex- y'all should know that now. But but for real, man, to be truthful, I've been I've been really blessed because I'm in an opportunity to really be purpose driven during this time mm-hmm. and and actually. Speak to the culture with content that's entertaining, but also what's going to help us cope with all the pain we're going through. Yeah. So yeah. I'm blessed, bro. We need that. Yeah. 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 How y'all doing? How y'all feeling, man? Hey, look, we, man, I'm we blessed. Feel the same way. Yeah. Trying to maintain, blessed. man. Trying yeah. Trying to maintain. You know. They do say it's keeping me, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I just been listening. <laughs> I mean, listening to a lot more music than usual, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't I, say the same. The same thing you, you were saying, kind of like. Back cave, just you know, just analyzing. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I said, like when I when I when I'm in that type of mode, I listen to like I don't want to say weird shit, but like shit, like damn, why why the fuck you listening to that nigga in a time like this? Right. Like for example, like I said, yeah, <laughs> rap wise, normal shit, little baby, Freddie Gibbs, you know what I'm saying, shit like mm-hmm. Larry June, but then like. Been on this big like listening to, like Phil Collins, nigga. Like, what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> hey, I just been listening to Phil Collins, my nigga. I just be like, yo, I mean, Sue, Sue, studio. Yeah, <laughs> come on, if it calls for that, you nigga's cold. Me. Me. No, yeah, hey, you gotta listen to shit that feels good, no matter what the fuck it is. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just like, and at first I was just like, yo, am I violating by listening to him? This white man during these times? Mm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but this it. shit is so good. He did a song with Bone, so it's okay. He did a song with Bone. It's all good. He really <laughs> did, dog. He really did a song with Bo. Mm-hmm. But I always was in like, like uh, Jimi Hendrix, Phil Collins, Santana. Um, not you Wells. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not you Wells. Um, Teddy Pendergrass. You no, know, just kind of. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Marvin. You know why? Because I watched Five Bloods. I still need to see that. You said yeah. it was good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. If you watch it, it, it's very entertaining, and the music soundtrack is awesome. Mm. Shout out to Spike Lee. Yeah. And uh, a great, actually, immaculate cast from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. A lot of legends in that. So I'm definitely going to check that out this weekend for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. But yeah, the rest, the rest of y'all niggas been listening to? Shit. Uh... <laughs> I went back. Same old I, shit. I, when when I'm in a rut, 
or if I can't figure out what I like to listen to, I go back to the 70s. Like, I've been listening to Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, like, all that shit. Like, mm. a bunch of our favorite rap song samples, like, all of that shit. Right. All of that shit. Um, with me, I just been trying to find new artists. Uh, I ran to this kid named Flower Child. Mm. Had a song called Aura Blues, Crazy, and uh, another kid, Sonny Colin or Colin or something Colin, because it has an accent right there. Cause I'm sure it's not Colin. I'm like, <laughs> I said, I'm like, nah, nah, are Colin. you saying he's ass Colin. smart? <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> I don't know, cause it looks like you have to spell Colin unless you have the accent on your shit, but like it's. Sonny Colon. Colin, Colon, Colon. Colon. <laughs> I don't know. Colon. Mm-hmm. Wee uh, wee, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pretty good album come. He has a pretty good album. Just like on some really experimental, chill ass R and B. Of course, uh, Tough Paul and Black Spade just dropped an incredible EP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They literally been, God Hop is my shit. They said on that. They said they've been sitting on that for like almost four years, mm. and it shit sound like they just dropped it like three weeks ago. They recorded three weeks ago, but um. Yeah, other than that, man, just, you know, the regular same old shit. Listen to Camp Low. <laughs> <laughs> listen to Camp Low. Listen to yeah. this 90s boom bap shit. I ran the Jay-Z B-Sides back earlier. I did. Oh, yeah, you pulled up to the Lucifer? Yeah, yeah. that joint. You got nice. to. You yeah. got to. But now I'm listening to podcasts, man, to be truthful. Like, I'm trying to get my knowledge up. So it's like... Yuck. I've been... Uh, you said yuck. <laughs> Hold on, what's going on? Uh, what's going on, G? <laughs> we don't listen to podcasts. Ah, <laughs> uh, makes sense. It's makes an oxymoron. Plot Dickens. Yeah, I can't no, we do fucking it. with you. <laughs> but nah, no, I, we not fucking with you, but we fucking with I'm, you. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm hip. But now nah, I definitely been uh, I've been listening to different things. Like y'all heard of Prince Donnell? Nah. Y'all ain't heard of Prince Donnell, man? Is it Israelite or something? <laughs> nah, bro. He on his... Uh, this, what? <laughs> he on his black-owned uh, tax company, tax preparation uh, services. Oh, shit. I might need to start listening to this Yeah, and he got his uh, podcast called Million Dollar uh, Lessons Podcast. Mm. Dropping, dropping some straight gems on that. So I've definitely been checking that out. It's this guy named uh, Mikhail Amin. He over there in Africa, but he uh, he in London right now. And he been dropping some gems just on spirituality, stuff like that, you feel me? So I'm okay. really into just holistically trying to better myself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to check Real them out. Care boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take like a bubble bath and start listening to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. Me, That's bro. what I'm thinking. Yeah. He, he, he got this thing called Cesar Rojo. And it's like where you basically, you in rhythm with spirit and you just releasing all of your demons, all the toxins, and you just dance it away, bro, to whatever music you're feeling at the moment. Like just pure, it's only dance only. It's dance. I mean, it's movement. So it's, it, you can dance, but you can also be still. It's, it's whatever you feel so in the if moment. So if I wanted to go like hoop and just shoot, I can shoot it away. Like You moving in spirit, bro. It's whatever your spirit is. I like calling, that. Man. That's dope. Chez out Rojo. I'm going to fuck with that. Yeah. Because mm. when you dance, you do sweat. So you are sweating like it's it's a lot of release. things have to do with breathing like mm-hmm. yo your breathing that breath work come yeah. on yes sir. I like that because Mo just said something pretty interesting when we was off air shit I don't remember where uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I got you bro of um, course where he was like you got to unlearn that bro mm-hmm. and unlearning is actually harder than learning mm-hmm. so like like I was thinking that like damn like you know what I'm saying and but. Like what you saying, like with like releasing that through like dancing and shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like man, like it's 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 so hard for people to cleanse out the bullshit. Yeah, like it's it so hard for people to do. Me included. It's comfortable. I, 
Like, yeah. yeah, like yeah. me too. But I'm glad we all agree because now we can hold each other accountable for that and, you know, really work on it. And, mm -hmm. you know, when your whole group is doing it, it's, it's a lot easier to, than do it, to do it than just working on your own when you're still surrounded by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That's real. That's that's the one thing about that I do want to like speak on though, is I'm I'm looking to see three, four, five, six months from now, even a year from now, and seeing who's still really heavy on this movement. You feel me? Because mm -hmm. it's like the reason I ask that is because some people coming out the woodworks talking about what's going on right now currently, but it's like. Six months ago, y'all wasn't on that. Like, uh, you know how, what I'm saying? It's, that's normal, though. Yeah, but like, you know the crazy part is? It's like every movement, new people come out. But that's not... To me, I think we need to realize that this shit just keeps happening. Come on, it's a like, cycle. There's a cycle. Like It just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. Like There's nothing new. Like You can go back and listen to an NWA song. They saying, fuck the police. Mm -hmm. For the same shit that just happened probably two hours ago that ain't hit the news yet. Come on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... There's nothing changed. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna bring up Five Bloods again because you can listen to like the songs Marvin Gaye was talking about and pro police brutality. What's going on? Yeah, we're still dealing with that. Bro, that's that insane. shit was forty fucking fifty years ago. Mm -hmm. The same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And you know the crazy part is I was, I was just talking about that album with somebody where I hate to be like that guy that be like that old nigga that be like man like. These youngsters don't know shit about music these days, and this and that. And the third. I mean, speak on it though. But like, it's like that album, like that album not going nowhere. Mm. It's here, nigga. Mm -hmm. it, like, and you know why it's not going ago, nowhere? It's here, because the <laughs> topic that he spoke on hasn't went anywhere. Exactly, mm -hmm. and it's just like, dog, like I don't know. When you say it, like, when people just come and kind of coming out of, like, the woodwork, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel conflicted because <laughs> a part of me want to say, like, hey, nigga, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't know nothing, man. Mm -hmm. It's trendy, whatever. But then another part of me is like, damn, I used to be a nigga that didn't give a fuck, but then changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what if that's me? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All over again. really, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, I really was on bullshit when Mike Brown got killed. Mm. But now, like, I seen it again, and it's just like, yo, like, I gotta do something. Something in me, I have to respond or mm -hmm. play my part, you know what I'm saying? Because, cause, like, when, when Mike Brown got killed, like, I, I only went out once, one time. And that was the night before the quick trip burnt down. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't, I wasn't out there when it was like, Real, like mm -hmm. real, tanks and stuff mm -hmm. like yeah. that. You right. know what I'm Military saying? showed up. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was just out there Ferguson for that one night. Everything was pretty chill. You know what I'm saying? Little skirmishes here and there, but nothing. You know, you see yeah. that at the club. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm -hmm. It wasn't nothing too like, well, my life's in danger. When I was seeing like my friends out there, yeah. and I was like, dog, like people mm -hmm. hitting me up, like, yo, like I can't get to my car. Mm -hmm. like, I can't. It was some people that couldn't get home. Yeah, like. Uh -huh. it, that's, Police wasn't letting them go nowhere and this and the third. That's just tear gas. That like, shit was so real, though. That yeah. was throwing tear gas in people's yards. Duh. I remember, like, just remember seeing that shit and just, like, it was so crazy back then. A lot of, I remember, um, like, it says, chick I know, she just started going to protests, mm -hmm. like, the last three. And she was kind of, like, upset at other people not going. I'm just like, yo, you got to understand, like, people that even coming from, like, Ferguson 
and I don't protest in between, that shit is really triggering. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've been yeah, out in a protest. It's traumatic yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. traumatic like, days. I was out there recently, like three or four times to the protest, but it's like I only stayed up for like maybe an hour at most, cause like we're in the pandemic, so it's like not ideally be around people, but it's just like I know how the police move. I know when they about to set up and like set us up or like mm-hmm. throw some shit. Cause I went to uh, the this is the Jason Stockley was that you know right mm-hmm. the, that when they was protesting then like to me I I always sense danger no matter what. So I remember like. Being out there and I see the police just roll up and just spray the whole block like just with pepper spray and then like mm. chasing us on the cars and then it's just throwing smoke bombs at us mm. and it's just wow. like tall like it's like it's good to be out there but like especially in this time we in the pandemic but like it's just very triggering mm. it's very tiring it's very like it really it, it's great to be out there yelling and it's like protesting but like. End of the day, that shit is just like it's very traumatic. I, I don't fault nobody who don't protest. Mm-hmm. Like my my biggest thing is like, yo, if you're not gonna protest, withhold your dollar from something. Mm. Like if if do if, something, if, yeah. Like if you're not gonna protest, spread awareness. And the people who aren't protesting, they should be doing that because it's just like, yo, the cops about to be here, 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 here. Mm-hmm. Let them know like immediately. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like it's basically like. You the watchtower yeah, if they out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then of course, like, it's it's all economics. I know people don't want to hear that shit because it is about it is about race. Like, don't ever forget that shit. Mm. But it's just like it's economics. That's what it's based on. That's what they use. That's, this for that's to get like rich. if you look up the term racism, like it's all a, it's basically a monopoly game. Yeah, come like, on. Who can get the most resources? Who can take over whatever and land or country? Somebody else from getting them and keep. Keep whoever out. Like, so you got white people at the fucking top. They murdered, killed, took over shit. And they they ahead of the game for 400 plus years. You know what I'm saying? And it's, we, we're the poorest, but we spend the most. Mm. Think about that. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I'm I'm a part of that shit because the nigga right. like me, you know, you know how I get down. Where it's just, man, fuck it, only got a hundred, but these leather shoes, nigga, like you know what I'm saying, like, right. like I, I I'm I, I should be back. thinking on like how can I bounce back and triple that, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. But instead, I'm thinking about getting fresh, you know. I again, what Mo was saying, unlearning. Yeah, that means like I'm back to unlearning that mm-hmm. that habit and flushing that away. And just withholding my money. Like, I'm not playing, my nigga. Like, there is no 4th of July. Any nigga bring 4th of July to me, yeah. I'm cussing them out. It's Nico mm-hmm. Day. Like, ain't 4th of July. Yes. Shout out Nico's birthday. birthday. Matter of fact, throw her a party. Right. <laughs> a, safe, on, on <laughs> a safe party. Right. Nico Day. July 4th is Nico Day. But yeah, mm-hmm. Juneteenth, tomorrow. So, right, for real. So, that, it'll be my first time, actually, well, second. My first, I ain't gonna lie. My last year, I actually was like in tune. I I made it a habit to kind of like, like look up like Black history I never heard of before. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, of course, I was always in the dark, just like everybody else, because they keep that information away from us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And nobody, you know, yeah. celebrated it it's, except the people that was really that I, that I thought was, was weird. That was, yeah, we right. like, man, I thought like, oh, who's this weird nigga talking about this shit? I never yeah. heard this shit. It's more, it's it's more than a southern thing, especially Texas, because it's really celebrating Texas 
Getting because paid. they was the last. In the no, I th- technically it was Missouri, the last state to free the slaves. Oh well, it was like, but Texas was just like. That's why we don't claim these niggas. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's very, it's very popular in Texas, obviously, and but in the southern mm-hmm. until like DC, they really have parade festivals and parades with it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, since everything's going on recently, and it's been like, oh Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Uh, if you work at Twitter, work at Square. And you, Take the day off and like other big companies. Yeah, like, I, I just day off. I just saw Funimation, the hugest anime company, say no. Nah, everyone's off tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we're recognizing. My mom's got off too. Yeah. I was like, damn. Like I never thought I would see this. Mm-hmm. Like this is. I I love it. It's no. a great, it's a great start, but it's it's, it's got, not gonna be it. You know, what right? I'm we got oh we got a lot more work. Because to, to be truthful, yeah. like to speak to what you said, that's a great contradiction as far as. With the poorest, but spend the most money. That's mm-hmm. a that's a huge contrast. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think about where our mentality is to when we do get paid. What's our what's our mental state? What are the first thing we thinking outside of bills? We want to spend our money. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it, it it comes back to everything we build up, everything we create. Literally, melanated people dominate every single culture. Yeah, every single. We're culture. the blueprint. Whether it's music, whether it's the health, whether it's it's agriculture, whether it's economics, whether it's anything, politics, we are the people that drive that spirit behind everything that's moving. Mm -hmm. So if we recognize that and shift our perspective, like Mo said, unlearn to relearn, because that's the next step after unlearning. Mm -hmm. You don't want to unlearn and you empty and you numb. You want to relearn something and download something that you need to move forward and progress with. Therefore, then we can have the proper tools and resources and clarity Mm -hmm. needed on how we can organize and move forward in a progressive state. Mm -hmm. Because like with it's it's like when you see somebody like get a raise or come or gets like a, a substantial amount of money coming to their life, mm-hmm. they don't think I gotta keep living the way I'm living. They're like, no, they think I gotta elevate now. Come on. And that's where the fucked up problem is. It's yeah, like, yo, on. I gotta get a bigger house now. Mm-hmm. Now that I just got, I'm getting 20 more racks a year now. I'm like, all right, new house, Not more rooms, more, more cars, right. different cars. Instead, instead of, per- I've never seen a person be like, all right, I just came up to 30 racks. I'm a chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. I, it's Especially always been about the upgrade. your first 30 mm-hmm. racks. Nig- niggas, <laughs> niggas obsessed with the upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, if my car working fine, that's my car. It, it ain't leaving. Like, mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to upgrade up it. Stay on top. It's like, just no, like you're saying with iPhones. My car has a huge dent on the front of it. Because somebody hit my shit, right? Mm. And... I got the money to fix it, but then I'm looking at it. I'm just like, man, I can flip this four more times. Do I really want to? My car's still driving great. Like mm-hmm. it ain't. It ain't. Why would I? And do it run? Though? It's just a dent, my nigga. Yeah, like, who am I trying to impress? Yeah, like, some get to point A to B. It's some people who couldn't dare get in a car with that dent on the side. Right. It's some people <laughs> who would cry. But it's like everybody has different priorities. Right. Like you would rather pocket it, be like, "Shit, my car still work, nigga. I'm good." No, yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. Hey, <laughs> look, I, bro, I'm in the same boat. I, I get it. Oh, y'all yeah. remember that shit? Yeah, <laughs> that nigga, you wouldn't believe what happened to me today. Man, <laughs> and it's gonna be there. Right, you know, that, that didn't just gonna be there. But yeah, like again, man, like once we, once we master economics. That's when you're going to start seeing some shit where, like, white people are scared from the point of physicality 
burning things, mm-hmm. beating them, up, beating them up. Y'all not beating enough people up. Matter of fact, I'm tired of seeing videos of oh, well, white people getting in your face. You come up within arm's reach, you sleep. Mm. Like that's just my like. Uh, on, if you on that type of time with me, mm-hmm. well, it, you phys- I don't know what you have in your hand and your waist, anything. No, I'm mm-hmm. snuffing you, and <laughs> I'm see what you have, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of these people. Uh, we've been taking the fucking high road way too long. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm. No more passes. Hashtag no more passes. I'm not giving no more passes, though. I'm not educating white people on shit no more. I'm not <laughs> like you either racist or you not to me. <laughs> like it's like there's no gray area with me no more. Mm-hmm. And like, now some people don't have to follow that lead. That's fine. I get it. But with me, nah, nigga, it, it's no way a white lady getting my face over like my license plate or something like. Nah, bitch, mind your business. Like this ain't none of your business. Or stopping me from getting out of a parking spot. Right. I will. I will physically what? move you. No, I, I will physically mm. run your ass. <laughs> Sorry, I felt threatened, and this lady made me hit the gas on accident. Sheesh. I think in that perspective, for me, it just it depends on what we're willing to sacrifice. Because, like, I, I got too much to live for. You mm-hmm. feel me? And I'm in a position where it's like I know my kids and my kids' kids and they kids, they going to need me mm-hmm. for her as long as possible. So it's like I got to do as mm-hmm. much as I can with the little amount of time I do have. You feel me? So it's like I can't afford mistakes like that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. That's just me though, you know. But what I want the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's smart because you never know how those situations are in. Yeah, because really? somebody that's having special, an especially when the system is the color of our skin, that file us out. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Off some simple shit. Yeah, even if even if that person touched me first, mm-hmm. like just yeah, the because the system is in favor of them, mm-hmm, and it, they're afraid of us. But like I said, they only afraid of physicality. But once the like the economic side, niggas get a master that shit. Oh. You about to see these motherfuckers act real different. To be truthful, I feel like they're more insecure with the with the state of us unifying and being self-sufficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be truthful. Because, like, I always love that, that uh, it's not even a rebuttal. It's just an insult. Like, go back to Africa. Nigga, I wish. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, know where right. I came from. Right. And, like, and, first of all, let, let's just say... All the black people were removed from the United States of America and was like, hey, you guys got to live in Africa now, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that happens, right? White people will still find a way to hate on that shit and come fuck it up. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. They like, going to come to Africa. Yeah, they're going to come. They're going to follow us. Like, you I think guarantee you. Guys you guys everything. You saw how, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about politics, but you saw how people was just ragging on, like, Mexicans, like, build, mm-hmm. build the wall, this and that. If you remove Mexicans from this country, this country will fucking tank in a day. It's, it's, it's gonna be a over. Day. Like, and you're gonna be, and you're gonna go back to Mexico and try to retrieve them back. Exactly. Like, you saw with fucking the, the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. Own factories, everything. Black people minding their fucking business. The dollar was circulating within that town only. Nowhere oh. else in Oklahoma. They couldn't. They see. came there and bombed that shit, dog. Mm-hmm. And like, cause they. We was prospering. We was thriving better than them. Right. And they couldn't take it. Come on. That shit would just get repeated <laughs> again. But this time, oh, niggas, be, we armed. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, we with it. Like, mm-hmm. not, nah, we ain't going for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's no disrespect 
to the people in Tulsa, but they didn't see that coming. Nah, they, right. that's, that's the only thing yeah. that wasn't armed. Yeah, like they yeah. did not see that coming. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. had planes and shit mm-hmm. dropping bombs on them. Like what the? It was it was real diabolical. You know what I'm saying? For real. But it's like you're saying, like they that insecurity gonna drive them. Oh man, look at them driving without us. Like mm. we have been, but it's always. I don't want to call people coons. But it's always somebody that'll just open the back door for them to get in. That's yep. kind of how music is. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, why people ain't buying? <laughs> it's like, can we have something for us, nigga? Like for one, for our shit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, like again with music, is there's no way that people like Top Dog shouldn't be richer than Jimmy Iovine. Or, hmm, or Andre Harrell. There's no reason why he shouldn't be a billionaire before he died. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, like, Andre Harrell has brought more to the culture than Lior Cohen. But why is Lior Cohen close to billionaire status more than Andre Harrell? Mm-hmm. Andre Harrell discovered Diddy. So that task alone right. should be like, yo, he should be richer than Diddy. Have right. Mm-hmm. You should have a Or movie. at least have as much as Diddy. Mm-hmm. Lior has, in my opinion, raped the culture. Mm. Like, like rap. Like For real. He he created the 360 deal. So, mm-hmm. hey, see you making money off that merch. See you making money off those shows. Mm-hmm. What if I put my hand in that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Again, like, do you can I picture somebody like Andre Harrell doing that? No. I can't. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think, like, yo, like, what the fuck is really going on? Again, it's people's, like, Mario saying, oh, all white people ain't bad, man. This isn't like, nah. Well, oh, why man. Why are more white people billionaires off hip-hop than Cool Herc, who founded hip-hop? Yeah. That on. doesn't make sense. Come on. Like, the fact that I remember Cool, DJ Cool Herc, had like a stroke or like a heart attack or something. Right. And he was in the hospital. This had to be like 2011, 2012. Yeah. And they had to create like the GoFundMe for him. They had to raise money for him. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is Diddy? No, no, fuck yeah. that. Anybody. Where's Leon Cohen? Where's and all these anybody? white motherfuckers need to be paying him because y'all wouldn't have a job without him. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be some type of... I don't want to bring like mafia into this, but like there's the thing called the commission. The five families. Nobody gets touched. Nobody gets killed until the five families meet at the round table and mm-hmm. discuss it. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, this is, we about to vote on it before anything happens. So any type of uh, money circulating, I hate to get like, bring up like drug dealing, but like, hey, you want to move heroin here? This territory, who owns that territory? Oh, they beefing with them? All right. We'll meet about it. We'll discuss it. See what uh, uh, it's all business. a solution for yeah. everybody involved. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. It's like the wild, wild west. And then that's why other people who aren't about this culture have nothing to do with this culture. These motherfuckers grew up on rock music. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, you know nothing about this culture. Mm-hmm. Black person invented. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We invented. I found out Beethoven was black. What yeah. didn't we invent? So the Moors really made like classical instruments. Like, come on. Made, we invented every, we invented classical music. Like, every, the piano, all that shit. So, black people made 
everything. <laughs> every, type, fact, every genre everything. music. Then, then a black man like create McDonald's. I, I think they stole the recipe from the dude, like this black guy. I forgot his name. Lord forgive me for forgetting his name. Because I read about this. I know that's the story. And he, he was creating food in his, his basement. Mm-hmm. And the, I forgot the owner or alleged founder, mm-hmm. quotation marks, right. uh, raised something. And he got the recipe from that guy. And then, of course, McDonald's is still here today since mm-hmm. the 40s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the dude was just pushed out. And nobody knows this. It's not in history books. Of course. None of that shit. I'm finding out about so many different things that at first I felt ashamed about. I'm like, nah, the system did this to us, man. Like, it's built uh, like it's that. A, yeah, it's yeah. a purpose. Like, like we didn't know like Chuck, like Little Richard and Chuck Berry invented rock. Mm-hmm. I ain't find that shit out till I was like damn near grown. Till it was know? too late. Yeah, I'm like, damn, like that's crazy. Cause they don't, they, they don't teach you that. They don't you bring know. that off firsthand. I'm, I'm seeing history books with fucking Elvis. That nigga fraud. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like a straight fraud. Then when you nigga. get to know music, they be like, oh yeah, Elvis fraud, fraud. They be like, damn, I thought this nigga was the face of the genre. Abe Lincoln, fraud. That dude was a yeah. tyrant. Mm. A straight tyrant. Don't fuck with black people at all. At all. The only reason why he freed the slaves is because if the Confederacy had won the war, it would have been, it would have triggered off a monopoly. And they would have ran the whole country. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he was just like, no, no, no. Can't have that. We got to have the North win this, like, no matter what. And what was the key thing to crippling the Confederacy? Free the slaves. Mm-hmm. That was the only way. He's like, I got to free the slaves. That was the only thing holding that economy. And like, it had nothing to do with, like, oh, he felt sorry for black folks. and none. No, it was all... Economics, it comes back to the money. Mm-hmm. Didn't he even have? Didn't he have a couple slaves? Yes. Yeah. Like, and it was this. I don't know if anybody watches The Wire. I know Q does. But like, it's this quote in The Wire by Lester Freeman saying, "When you follow the drugs, mm-hmm. drug dealers, killers, gangsters, mm-hmm. but when you follow the money, you don't know who you' about to run into, and it's gonna mm-hmm. shock the fuck out of you." Because you're like, you was behind this? Yeah. You funded this? Mm-hmm. And you come in like, it's the governor. It's the mayor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, somebody, it's always somebody in fucking Congress or some shit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, God damn. You I, made this work. Always. Crazy. Always. I was just, I was just uh, watching a Panther movie. The Black oh, Panther 95 movie. one? Yeah, yeah. I remember that soundtrack. And just like, um, them, like watching it now as an adult, it was just... um. Seeing where the money went, because they was like trying to push drugs in the community, and the detective that like had one of the Panthers, you know, trying to make him like an inside man, he said, "Man, just go, because he about to flood the community with drugs." Like that was the plan. Like we about to, you know, we trying to fuck up black people and kill the Black Panther Party, so we about to push drugs in the community. That heroin. And just like they got other like drug dealers in the story, like yo, come on, you can push this for us. Yeah, because they was giving them, like, designated areas, like, yeah. yo. Stay here. Yeah, stay here, and you're protected. Mm-hmm. Just move it here. Don't go anywhere else. Right. And then, of course, that it got elevated to crack in Nicaragua and uh, <coughs> the devil, Ronald Reagan, mm-hmm. and all that shit. And it was just like, and then it got uncovered, and motherfuckers just swept that shit under the rug. Like, fuck it. South Central's already in shambles. 
Everything's in shambles. I can't think Everything. of a TV show. Um, Snowfall. Snowfall. Exactly. That's Snowfall. Show, right? Exactly. First. It's, it's exactly. That's why, I'm like, when I I wasn't pressed to watch it because I'm like, yo, I, I know that history. Like, I know yeah. where that's going. That's basically <laughs> right. the history of like Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah, I'm saying right. Like, like I know that. But then when I actually watched it, oh shit, this shit is actually good. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it is really good. For real. Matter of fact, I love the the way we talking right now. <laughs> I love this shit. Cause I, I love I love thinking, you know what I'm saying, hearing mm-hmm. different perspectives. Mike Cole, nonviolent, Benny, violent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm learning new things. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't saying? say nonviolent. I'm just pro self defense. You there you me? go. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Bro, I'm gonna start using that. For I'm real? pro self defense. For real, <laughs> like, man. Like you step in my territory, I have nothing to do but the first one of the laws of nature is survival. You know exactly. what I'm saying? For real. Fight or flight. Come on. <laughs> it's literally. That. It's literally like. Chemical balance, like in our DNA, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of humans. So, we're gonna take it all the way back, as usual, <laughs> for the Tree Villa audience. Mm. I just wanna know, like, how did you get into what you do creatively, and how has, like, personal experiences that you lived through played a part in it? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it all starts really around graduation in high school. During school, I I lived a life that wasn't mine. Mm. And Explain. I was <laughs> I was living in fear of the unknown. I was living in fear of the perception of others and what they thought of me. And I was in a in a space of constantly prejudging my every move based on how I'm perceived. Mm. versus how I feel about it. You feel me? Okay. So it was more so in the in aspect of even, for example, there was a guy, because my first name is Devin, so my full name is Devin Michael Martin, so I'll go by my middle name. Mm-hmm. It was a speaker. Uh, it was a Black History Month back in, uh, I went to McKinley, CLA, mm-hmm. and he was speaking for um, the ceremony we had. It was auditorium session. And the way he was speaking, it moved the whole crowd. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that was powerful, but I know I could come harder. Mm. <laughs> but I was, but I, not, not even trying to like discredit him, but I was just sitting there like, I know I can because I'm a, I'm a potent speaker, but I was too afraid to step up to that podium. I was too afraid to give myself a chance. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to upon graduation, I was faced with two decisions, military or get a job, or three decisions, or community college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, we ain't going that route. We ain't going that route because mm-hmm. I was literally pushed by my father to go to the military when I tell you the morning I was supposed to go sign the papers, I heard a voice in my head that told me no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why not? You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then that's that. Because this is right before Trump was about to be elected. So mm-hmm. I, and in hindsight, I'm super grateful for the decision. But I came to realize that voice was God. God in uni, and I, and I and I identify that God in uni as the masculine and inner and feminine energy of the universe. We all have a mother and father, and we need that to holistically be healthy. So therefore, why are we just referencing God as a he? What about the mother? Because most of us black boys and uh, young women are raised by our mothers. So why are we why do we not count in that feminine energy as well? Right. But um, it started there from that decision basically. Mike Brown, the reunion of that happened in 2017. I was taking some time to find myself. Was scrolling on Facebook and it was just police brutality, mm-hmm. social injustice, death, crime, poverty, 
oppression. And I just kept seeing it on my timeline around that time. And I literally stormed into my parents' room and I was like breaking down in tears crying. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are our people suffering this for so long and ain't no change? Like, I, I admire and I will always acknowledge our ancestors and our forefathers and how they stood for something and had progress. Mm-hmm. But I want completion. Mm-hmm. I don't want progress. I want the job to be complete exactly. so we never go back. Mm-hmm. So with that, I literally did some studying. I went to the root of hip-hop because I was thinking to myself, how are they going to listen? If I do educate myself What's a platform I can use to grab their attention? Music. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves music. The, mm-hmm. One of the number one genres in America is hip-hop. And it's mostly funded by people who are not black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if, if that's the case, then how can I speak a message through my music while gravitating towards their hearts and uplifting their spirits in a way they just bob into the beat and they don't even know they, they receiving that energy, you feel me? So I studied hip-hop. I went to the roots, the African Bambada, the Cool Hurt. The, I'm talking about to the very, very roots and built my way all the way back to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Educated on myself on Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Tulsa, all of these different things, and wanted to combine it in my art because I love entertainment, to be truthful. And with that, I dedicated my purpose to helping others heal themselves from systematic trauma and self-destructive behavior. Mm-hmm. And that goes across the board, not even just talking about race, you feel me? Right. So with that, through music, through modeling, through acting, through uh, our brand D-Links, we, we're we going to create a better future, man, mm-hmm. by building on platforms like this and reaching out in our resources. As you as you said on the last podcast, horizontally, we always trying to outreach to something that's not attainable to us when we got what we need right around us. Right. Why are we beefing over territory that's not ours? You right. feel me? If we create our own, who going to say something about it? It's us. Yep. Mm-hmm. For us, by us. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We need to stop canceling the fubus and, and all, the, and all the, the, the platforms and the brands that built for us and saying, nah, that's whack because they ain't got this label, this brand on it. Mm-hmm. What? You spending a thousand plus dollars on that and it's killing your culture? Blackface? Nah, we ain't doing that no more. Right. We ain't doing that no more. So with this album, Mike Cole, that's coming uh, Sunday, June 21st on Father's Day, it's a culmination of my story from that point up until now. Mm-hmm. So the songs speak to the, the, the child in me. The skits are all feminine energy to speak to how the mother and the woman of the home is the glue to bring everything together. And I release, I'm releasing it on Father's Day to show how the community work is done by the men. And it brings a full circle around how we can holistically move towards a better future. Okay, I like that. Yes, sir. I like that. Full circle. Yes, sir. Completion. I mean, completion. <laughs> Come like on. That yeah, that Come on. Real. Like, as far as, like, the, I think what's holding, like, a lot of people back is, like you said, when you was, when you was in high school before you graduated, it was just, like, that fear of the unknown. And when it's the fear of the unknown, that's when you get people who tend to, like, uh, overthink mm. or like do too much when 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 like the answer is like right there it's it's kind of like how can i explain this so like we was talking about like off air about like moving and some people got plans and some people don't mm-hmm. and but either way it's like they they they're not familiar with the city because they haven't like been raised there. Mm-hmm. So it's the unknown, right? Right. And 
when the plan falls through, that's it. What are you gonna do when it does? Right. And I, I think that's that's one thing I always kind of like. I have like a rule about myself, I guess, or a rule I live by, a code, I guess. It's like I want to celebrate anything that I achieve with people who, when shit fell through, they was just like, yo, man, I know this shit's bad and the fucking room is on fire, mm-hmm. but we can adjust. Come on. Like, how can we, we can work together? How can we extinguish this? And then get to the other side. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it's like that old uh, quote um, Mike Tyson said: "Like every fighter got a plan until you get punched in the mouth." Mm-hmm. It's like so when you do get hit and Plan A ain't working, <laughs> and we're like, no, we only four B. rounds in. Come this on. is a twelve round fight. Come like, on. what are you gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Now you may not have another plan. Some person, some boxer may be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just keep doing what I do." If I get KO'd, I'm out. If I just survive and lose, whatever. I'm just going to keep fighting. And there's some people who who was just chess players. Like, they just naturally just like, all right, fuck it. That didn't work. I have to actually analyze in real time. Mm-hmm. Timing. What's his mannerisms? What are they doing? How can I defeat this person that's in front of me? How can I get over this obstacle? Mm-hmm. And, that, like, that's the thing about, like, about, like, just the unknown, man. Some people... It holds them back. They, I don't want to say it's a, I don't want to say it's like a form of laziness because I used to think it was kind of, because like, there's some people that see the fear of unknown and just be like, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just it. Right. Like, there, there got to be another shortcut. But niggas don't understand that, like, the long way is a short way. Mm. Like, and all this shit, you feel me? Like For real, it's a long game, longevity. <laughs> long term, long term mentality. Shout out Solo. For real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that is what it is, but I'm glad you brought up like that fear of unknown shit. It was just like, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what D-Link stands for. Don't live in X, fear of the unknown, fear of the unknown, literally mm. D L I N X, and that's like I felt like if I was gonna build a brand, I had to be true to the core values of feeling lost, broken, and alone. So I know how to speak to that because I've been there. Mm-hmm. If I can't if if I can't speak to it because I haven't resonated with it, haven't lived and experienced that. How can I help anybody going through that? You feel me? Right. So it's interesting you say that uh, about being able basically to pivot is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. With Corona hit, I didn't like, I was unsure if I even wanted to drop the album with everything because it's like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? I had a show planned out and everything. I wanted people to come together. Mm-hmm. But when that came, I was like, man, all right, what's the next move? And for a while, to be truthful, I was debating on saying, I ain't even going to drop the album, man. People ain't listening. They don't care. They on some BS, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was my homie. I got to shout out my homie, Jay Zones. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation on FaceTime with him one day. I was sitting in the car, and he was like, bro, you let me listen to this album. So if anything, put this album out for me, bro. I don't care if 10 people don't listen to it. I'm going to be the one that does. Mm-hmm. And him saying that was like, you know what? I got to do this, bro, because... You never know who might come across it, you feel me? And I'm grateful that I did because with everything going on, even with George Floyd and that killing, like, I was even like, I want to speak on it, but it's like, how? What's the best way to be what they what they call reading the room? Mm-hmm. And that's when I put out America. Mm. And when I tell you, it's, it's the response from it has been amazing. Like, we literally are approaching 18,000 streams, and I put it, on, put it out on June 1st. Mm. And I was, like, debating on saying, like, 
man, is it time? Do they want to hear this? You feel me? But it's like, it's too relevant, man. Like, my music literally speaks to it in, in, in a way that's so, like, away from pride, away from ego, and more about us, yeah. we. You yeah. feel me? So, I mean... Yeah, I, I I really am grateful just to be in the position I am to be able to use my platform for a better purpose. You feel mm -hmm. me? Cause I I like how your homie was just like, yo, like my dude, like what are you doing? I'm listening. He, he caught you in the middle of overthinking, in mm -hmm. the middle of it, mm -hmm. like just like yo, like because all it is is just like all that shit is is just like you have a scenario in your mind that you already had, you already. Confirm that it's reality. Mm. So when that reality gets disturbed, the pandemic, yeah, it's just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, oh shit, the reality, everything is fucked up. I don't mm -hmm. know what to do. Like, I, I was about to have this show, this and that, and the third, mm -hmm. and then it's just like, yo, that's that's what anxiety is built on. Is basically like overthinking comes first, then anxiety comes after that. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. like you have like a route on like a highway, and then you driving right, and you going let's say sixty miles per hour, and all of a sudden, when you over, let's say you're just overthinking about the destination, your brain will fuck around and hit the reverse in the middle of the fucking highway, mm -hmm. and you go backwards, or you might just put it in park. Mm. Just in the middle of the house. That's what overthinking has always been to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you just come to a halt somehow, mm. or you go backwards. It's kind of like overthinking is basically manifestation in reverse. Mm. That's all that shit is, dog. Like it's you it's, taking it away from yourself. Yeah, like it, you like you you see because you you see the worst case worst case scenario in overthinking, mm. kind of. And there's some people out there who thrive on that and actually succeed off that, which right. I forgot. The, I forgot the name they called it. I, I think it's something pessimist where they uh they brains wired differently. And instead of like succumbing to the like the anxiety, anxiety actually fuels them. That pressure. Yeah, like so, right. like somebody's like, "Damn, I might die," but that makes them succeed. Like mm. and shit, that it's, it's it's crazy. Like it's it's so many people like like it was this dude that. He was like in the Guinness of Book of World Records of swimming in like the North Pole or some shit. Mm -hmm. And he ain't, he ain't never been scared of shit in his life, right? And <laughs> nothing. He he hopped in the North Pole water, I believe it was for two, three minutes. He didn't have feeling in both his hands for four months after he got out of there. Luckily, what? they didn't have to amputate nothing, you know what I'm saying, from frostbite or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And he said like the first time in his life, he was actually like afraid of something. Like he was just like, like damn, I, I think I... I think I did too much. Like right. I can't do this. And he ended up breaking a world record, but he he attacked it different. Where he had in the back of his mind, like, all right, if I do it this way, this is what's gonna happen. If I do it this way, this is the worst case scenario. If I do it this way, so he started training according to that. Right. And then he used an anxiety for that shit to overcome it. Like mm -hmm. so, that's how some people get down. I don't personally get down like that. Right. But like. But when I, I actually seen and read that's how people operate, that's when I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't be so quick to judge because there's some people where I just tell them, like, hey, man, just visualize, like, the positivity. and Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then some people just don't operate like that. It's just, like, left brain, right brain. You know, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's, it's on that type of time. Yeah, that's real. And, <laughs> and some people just like, no, I need to see the worst case scenario. I perform better that way. 
Right. Like like a basketball player. Like somebody be like, yo, if we down by this much, this is what I'm gonna do. If we down by this much or this scenario's going on and we in foul trouble, this is what I'm gonna do. They they try to mm-hmm. think of every worst case scenario and try to defeat them like one by one and like a plan according to that versus somebody's like, no, nah, fuck that, we winning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that, we right. gonna win. I visualize us lifting the trophy. And that's not that's nothing wrong with that neither. Cause mm-hmm. it works for some people. Like uh, MJ in the fucking last dance shit, he's like, yo, we going back to Phoenix. We pack one night of clothes, nigga. We we going back home champions. Like mm. we not going to game seven. And like like some people think like that and some people don't. But mm-hmm. I like I like how your homie was just like, nah man, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Drop that shit. Like for real. Drop it now. So speaking of uh cause I sent you the album, you know what I'm saying, before I even announced it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on it, truthfully speaking? I liked the I think it's called Are You In Run. Yeah. That stuck out to me. Again, that that was about overthinking how I think about it. It so, was. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of about overthinking. I love Sweet. I actually like the cause at first I was listening to the non-deluxe version. So mm-hmm. it didn't have the skits. Right. But I like the deluxe version more because it gave it more context. And then and then you told me, like, yo, these are all women mm-hmm. on the skit. I'm like, oh shit. Now I gotta go back and listen to it again, right? Because because now I want to make sure I didn't miss nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, are you in? I love that joint. Sweet, that Too was probably sweet. like one of my favorites. And there was another song on there. Oh shit, I did this with Mastermind last week, man. I can't remember these song titles. Oh shit. Cause you you came out swinging on this motherfucker too. I did. Uh, I the, did. Fir- the first like seven tracks, like, okay, like yo, like I get where he's going. Especially like if you listen from like the regular version to the deluxe version, mm-hmm. you know, is it is it it just feels different on the deluxe to me. I feel that. Like it just are those I, coming out together. I'm actually just doing a deluxe to be truthful. I feel and, like and you should, bro. Love like to hear it. the deluxe, deluxe. Love to hear it. That, yeah. That's that's the better that's the better move to me. Okay. Because like especially after they hear this, they be like yo. Let me hear that. Let me hear that. And it's it's like you don't want to see the movie and missing scenes in it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like <laughs> you want to see it all. Like yeah, I, I don't want to come in on Goodfellas and then he's already snitching. Like oh, right. how did we get here? Right. Like what yeah, was he doing true. before this? Like that's it. I like that man. But yeah, yeah, like I really like Sweet though. That was mm-hmm. my shit, man. I kept I kept coming back to that joint. Um, and there's a, there's another joint towards the end and I fucked with man. Remember how it goes. Any lyrics? Was that was that an interlude? Nah, it wasn't no song on an interlude. I don't think. Cause you had like on the deluxe version, I want to say you had like three straight skits in a row, or maybe it was two. Yeah, it was it it was like that. Yeah, it's, and, it switched up on the final version that's being released, uh-huh. but on the version you got, yeah, it was two. But in a row. it was the song after those skits that I fucked with. Ah, uh, you talking about? Mm. <laughs> there you go. Triple M in a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the Mike Cole track was dope, too. That's just funny. This nigga got a self titled track, and yeah. it's, it's, it's exactly like how you would think it is. Like, Mike Cole. It's dope. I'm like, yo, this shit hard, dog. Right yeah. on, bro. But I fuck with it. Like, so let's let's talk about let's go Let's go in deep about the album since For we sure. already kind of already been doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. So take, take us back to the beginning. Like, did you always know? Did you always have the concept in mind already and the name and everything? Mm-hmm. Or did you just start recording and you kind of see, like, all right, now I see where I'm going a little bit 
mm-hmm. and and then came up with like the name and the concept. Right, right. To be truthful, this is my fifth time making this album. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because I've been working on a solid body of work. Because I'm first, let me take it back. As a as a music listener, as a music connoisseur, I love projects over singles. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like it gives you a better feel of who the artist is. You feel me? Right. So and I, and I love skits, cause skits just it, it do something mm-hmm. to me, bro. I don't know why, but yeah. it just I love them, mm-hmm. man. So to be truthful, at first this album was 21 tracks long, cause I was like, how can I tell my complete story in one project out the gate? You feel mm-hmm. me? But over time, it got concise. It got uh, it, it got cleaned up a lot, and the story happens actually. It was May 5th. 2019, I came across uh, Julian Keaton. He hit me up via email for a video shoot that BBP was doing Mm -hmm. for his song Life Changes. And I went to the shoot, loved it. And then that night he had a stereo assault session where he brought different artists around and everything. And different artists around the city basically were coming together to make a collaborative, you know what I'm saying, project and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then from there... I was like, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, man, these vibes too magical, bro. I ain't ready to go home yet. <laughs> Who's still trying to work? BBP was like, what's the word? And I'm like, you down to work? And he was like, I'm down to work. He's like, all right, you got you to uh, drive me to the crib, though. I'm like, that's no problem. We went back to the crib and literally made the first track ring the alarm. Because mm. what his, what his, uh, the deal he was running at the, running at the time was, the first time you work with me, free beat. And then from there, we go from there. So the, the first track was free, but like from that time from that time experience, we had those conversations. We got to know each other. We got to know our philosophy to where like we really we really dug into each other's minds on this project. Cause if you listen to just the beat, you're hearing me and BBP's conversations molded into instrumentation. Mm-hmm. But you hear the stories through my lyrics. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So basically, the title actually came months after the album was even completed because I was debating on mm, and I was debating on Mike Cole. I was debating on uh, another title called It Grows From There, It Goes From There. But those just seemed too long. I just wanted it simple to the point. And my name actually stands for Master Yourself on Life. Mm -hmm. Because when I looked up my name uh, a few years back when I wanted to do some self-discovery, it actually means like God. And if you're God-like, that means you master yourself, you feel me? So it's like, it was only copacetic. Mm. And uh, even down to the album cover, like, my cousin Kevin, he came through, and I was, me and my mom had this vision in the parking lot of Trader Joe's of alignment. You feel me? <laughs> it's funny, because I, I met uh, Marty at Trader Joe's. But uh, literally, we was thinking, like, what if the sun came down and was in alignment with every single planet to reach me? You feel me? Because mm. then essentially... The really crazy part about all of this, June 21st is also an eclipse. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see it in St. Louis, but the alignment of everything is, is astronomical, bro. That's wild. So I don't know if anybody here watched The Legend of Korra, but if you do, go on there and go to episode 12, I believe it is. You will see something called the harmonic convergence. Mm-hmm. The harmonic convergence is when the positive energy in the world and the negative energy in the world come together. And the spirit realm becomes one with the earth realm, the physical realm. Mm. And with that, everything is amplified. Everything is intensified. And it kind of reminded me of what's going on right here, right now. So I wanted to depict that on the album cover to show this whole time is in alignment. Because 2020 is perfect vision, bro. Everything has been lining up. So everything with this project has been truly, truly just falling into place, man. Mm. 
from Ring the Alarm that speaks on motivation, from uh, Sir Come With Me, which is really like an a interpolation of Still I Rise from Maya Angelou, you feel me? Because mm-hmm. no matter what you do, you can try and kill me, we still gonna rise. And we've proven that cycle from time to time and time again, then to my life, which it really dives into. Oh yeah, that was my shit. You know my what life. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was the name of my My life is definitely yeah. a, a beautiful story as well. Even down to the last track, Ride or Die, you feel me? Which is like interpolation of Tupac. Mm. Because, and I, well, I always envision his uh, his image, if you're going to ride with me, is if, when like you said, when things get tough, what are you going to do? You going to fold? Are you going to run? Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay with me, you know what I'm saying, and hold it down? Mm-hmm. Not in the way of, like, being, you know what I'm saying, very, very flamboyant about it, but in the way of you standing ten toes strong down on what we stand on. Mm-hmm. Them principles as a man first, you feel me? Integrity. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So... This album is is a complete story of my mental, my spiritual, and my physical realm through the emotions of the music, bro. Like, what were, what were some of the things you felt like that you learned about yourself after the album was completed? I can be very selfish, mm. first off. Because during that time period, a lot of my relationships suffered. Mm. Because I was in a place of, I need this for me first. Even if I don't put this out, I have to make and complete this album to prove it to myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to be vulnerable on here this month. So, basically, during the summertime, there were some situations where I was dealing with a, a young lady. Mm-hmm. And with this young lady, we had some chemistry beforehand. And during this time period, I made some decisions. I was selfish. She was going through some things, you know what I'm saying, in school, her last year and whatnot. And communication dropped. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here, damn near spending nights at BBP crib, you know what I'm saying, going in and out, and I'm talking to other females, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's almost <laughs> as if, like, I'm, I'm going to be real with it, bro. I'm going to be vulnerable, man. And, it, and, it, and it's, the crazy part about it is, bro, like, even though her and I weren't together at the time, it was still a betrayal of that trust and that bond that we created over time, you feel mm-hmm. me? That's real sacred to me. So it, it came down to a point of, like, this album really taught me what my relationships mean to me. Mm-hmm. Because when I was willing to risk it all, I almost lost it all. Because what's the point of creating this album and achieving success and going great places if you don't have nobody to share it with, bro? Mm-hmm. That's a lonely place that we've seen before right. that I don't want to be in. So for one, it definitely taught me that, just how to respect the commitment. Because a, mm-hmm. a lot of times in life, I haven't... You either getting one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You what feel Kanye me? What say? You, you either getting laid or getting paid. Come on. When you getting one, the other one getting away. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that taught me one thing. The second thing it taught me is your power is in your story. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to speak this magnificent accomplishments because at the time, I hadn't accomplished much. Mm-hmm. Well... In hindsight, I have now. I'm going to run through that. We're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. But on this album, I wanted to be truthful and break down the layers of who am I as a child? Who am I as a teenager? Who am I as an adolescent? Who am I as a young adult? And who am I becoming as a man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel I- I've me? I've noticed that about you. You don't like to leave out parts. Like I don't. You, you cover it all. Like, I have to be holistic. This is who I am. This is how I got this way. And this is how I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. And that's very, like, that's that's nice. Thank you, yeah. bro. Thank you. So that's the second thing it taught me. And then third is surrender. If I was unable to surrender, none of this would be happening right now. Mm. Literally, I had a plan to create a short film, a documentary, and everything to accompany the visuals of this album. And when Corona hit, all of that went out the window. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Come to find out, David wanted to do a test sub- test subject with me as a uh, uh, testing out his new camera, and now we have a short film. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to create a documentary, and there's things that like I mm-hmm. surrendered to that God and Uni was like, it's gonna happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Put your faith in over all matters in us, and we got you. Man, it's like I always, oh, it's like I was taught, man. Just talk to the most high before you panic or overthink, man. Come on. Like, you just, mm. hey, like, sometimes you just gotta be still. Like, all right. Like, I'm gonna take that on the chin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But something's next. Like, <laughs> and you just, like, kind of just fold your arms and just kind of just, like, all right, man. Like, I just gotta get prepared. Like, patience. Yeah, patient and prepared. Cause, like, man, like, Chance favors the prepared, man. Mm. Like always, like Come on. I, I try to, I try to be prepared for everything I do, even for shit I think ain't even coming my way. Mm. Like I'm just like, yo, I'm ready. Like you know, for real, straight Papa, up. Uh, Papa preparation prevents poor performance. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Papa yeah. Yeah. yeah, for real. Try to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with all that, uh, to close it out, I would definitely say sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I had to sacrifice a lot of time, energy, attention, money. Like I, I put a lot into this project. And I put a lot into what comes after the project. So, if everybody listening, stay tuned. It's it's gonna be special. Like what 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 do you want people to learn, or is there a message in this album that you want people to take away after they hear it for the first few times? I know it's redundant, but that it all starts with you. Mm. We can't all be martyrs. We can't all be on the front line. We can't all be politicians. We can't all be CEOs. We all have to play our position. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is bred to be a uh, executive and CEO. Sometimes, Preach! Sometimes we need that six spot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that six man can be the MVP we need to bring the home bring home the game. Andre Iguodala. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Crawford. So if anything, it's, it's, it starts with you, but also take pride, take faith, and take deliverance Mm -hmm. in your story because your story is what makes you special yeah like i'm glad like that that everybody ain't got alpo everybody want to be the man just Mm because like no like you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's it's okay if you number eight on the cog of a million dollar company, like no, right. you number eight. Come like, on, how many people out of, watch your spot? <laughs> Come on, man. Like people, you number eight. Think about that. And like, I always, I, I just mentioned something about this. Like, I want to say this week or last week, where it's just like, yo, like, it's okay to have hobbies, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like everything ain't got to be a business. Like yeah. it's just like, yo, you you got something that brings you peace. Mm. And it's just like, man, I really love this, man, and I, I feel serene when I'm doing it. Like, mm-hmm. like that. That's that's yours, and it, you ain't gotta be a CEO. You ain't gotta be an entrepreneur. You ain't gotta be none of that. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just you and that art, or it ain't even gotta be art. That business, if you cleaning, mm-hmm. you, you the best cleaner. And it's just like, man, I, I get so much peace when I'm just cleaning the crib or cleaning mm-hmm. other people's cribs. Come like, on, it's just like man, I throw my headphones on. It's just like man, like everything just sits still for a minute, but I'm moving within that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prioritize what matters to you. Yeah, exactly. like it's like you ain't gotta. It, it ain't about. It ain't always about the bag, man. Like, and I know I say that a lot, you know, when I be when I be out here and they be like, man, why you ain't doing this, uh, dating or I'm like, man, I'm about this this bag, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to get but then like when I when I I try to catch myself when I say that, I'm like, nah, it's something it's something else. Mm-hmm. It's some it's something holding me back. Yeah. And whether it's good or bad, I like to feel that it's just like 
like most high is like, nah, it's not time. It's right. not your time yet. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah, trying to jump the gun, but like I ain't called your ticket yet. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And keep it at that. But I, I really, I really love like the patience game. Like mm. patience is something that um we tend to overlook in this community. Everything is now, now, now. I gotta have it now. And you know, it's consumption too. It's like that where. Like tonight, it's probably I don't even know who come out tonight musically, but I guarantee it's probably like thirty albums. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, yeah. like you know what I'm saying that's coming out tonight, and I never know. My like, goddamn, like how I'm listening to all this shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then For next real. week or the week after that's gonna be the same, the same shit. thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's like damn, like you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's tough. And if you didn't spend that last week listening to last week's shit, now you're two weeks behind. <laughs> Come on. You got 60 <laughs> albums you got to listen to. For real. And listen to them. And you're just going to be like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I ain't going to listen to none of these. I'll like, like, catch mm-hmm. the one first fall album. Right, <laughs> but it depends on like what you're doing to not listen. If you're taking that time for yourself, then it's like they'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Always go back and I listen to. I take all it. my time to myself. <laughs> and that and, that, and that's a good thing, bro. Because yeah. a lot of people don't do that. So like that's one thing I do my best to instill in every single act and every single piece of art or anything I'm a part of to be. The root of it is self love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because that's the root of family love. That's the root of community love. That's the root of love spiritually, if you have that or not. Like, I feel like that is the root to anything progressive. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I like... I, I can't wait for people to hear this album, man. It's, it's very... It's very... Uh, Michael sincere. always comes through with the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, 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 very, it's very sincere. And, like, to me, like... There's no secret to success... But if I had to had to guess if there was a secret to it, mm-hmm. it's sincerity. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the people I, I like, the people that was sincere, I always spend money with. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, like, like they real, like you know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna give you some money. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For like, real. And I'd be happy to. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I want I want to see I want to see people thrive who's sincere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even when they they make mistakes, I'm like. It was I get what you was doing, but it was still sincere, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick you while you down, you know what exactly. I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I'm a John on you, but like, you know what I'm saying? But I, but I still love you, you know what I'm saying? I still got love for you. Now, I'm gonna switch it up. Come on. To noble. Ooh. So <laughs> So we we already got kind of like the backstory a little bit of how it got started with the mm. test with the camera. Right. You being a test subject, and then it was like, fuck it, we on go for two days. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, what, what, how did you get into acting? And was that always uh, an avenue that you wanted to go down? Mm-hmm. Like, while you were doing music too? Or it was just something like where it was on the spot where it was just like, oh, well, I'm a, I can do this too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm Mike Cole. I'm, I'm multi talented. <laughs> 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 uh, to be truthful, acting was something I've always admired. Mm. I love movies, bro. What's like, some of your favorites? Remember the Titans off the top, mm. Seven Pounds, mm. uh, Poetic Justice, black movies, to, mm. to put it truthful. Okay. For real. Black for Hollywood. Real. Yeah, I ain't even gonna. Inception is cold, too. I love mm. them, them theoretical movies that get you thinking sometimes, mm. too. Yeah, you know? it is. So, um,. I always love studying movies, but I love characters. You know what I'm saying? That character development is something that's precious to me. Mm. So diving into the emotions when I was watching these movies as a kid, from animations to growing up and watching a lot of dramas and everything, 
I feel like over time I was just studying and didn't even know it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because growing up the only child, there's only so much time like you can spend with yourself playing with toys. You feel at least me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I needed some type of entertainment or somehow. So it came to be uh, with acting. I have to shout out John Alexander. Oh, the mm -hmm. homie. John Alexander and Capshaw, bro. They they the put homies. Me, the yeah. homies, man. Yeah. They they put me on to my first gig here in St. Louis with Cycle. Yeah, and Cycle okay. was all about mental awareness and everything. And literally the night of, actually, I take it back. I hit Capshaw up and I was like, bro, what y'all did with the first uh, part of Cycle, amazing. If y'all ever need any help acting behind the scenes, let me. I just wanted to be a part of it. Like you said, when you feel like it's sincere, you want to invest into it, and that's what I wanted to do. So the night of when they were shooting for the second part, he was uh, Capshaw hit me up and was like, bro, you still want to be in Cycle? I was like, it's not even a question. Mm. When and where? <laughs> <laughs> so I came through. Beautiful night. We made a whole movie out of it, you feel me? And then we went around and we did uh, some live speakings to speak to some poetry I did on it and to have conversations to digress the piece a little bit because it's, it's a little emotional. Mm. Then from there, that's when David came across my Instagram, David Kirkman. And he watched my Instagram and he was like, bro, I have this role for you that's coming in the future. I ain't going to uh, put too many details on it. But he was like, you have a certain innocence about you that's still pure that I feel like you would be perfect for this character. Mm. And I was like, cool. So we had a meeting. I was literally on a job working for uh, this black-owned moving company called BHG, BHG mm. Big Helpful Gentleman. Shout out uh, Big Ben. And I was literally taking my lunch break after moving this big school, these refrigerators, these tables, a whole bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. sitting in the car, having a conversation. And I wanted to get to know David as a man first. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I can know what you stand on as a man, I know in your work, we can align and work together. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So he told me his purpose was to bring back the black imagination. Okay. And I'm all for that, you feel yeah, me? We yeah. need that in our community. Right. The best. For real. <laughs> so then with that, he was like, just to prompt you with the community and everything and the environment we're going to be in, I want to bring you on for Icon. I don't know if y'all seen Icon. That's on YouTube now. And mm -hmm. basically with Icon, that experience really, really showed me what a small production company could do. Because I never seen people running around working for a quote-unquote black man who don't look like us and like really faithful, not getting paid for the vision. Yeah. They was fully invested. I'm talking about lights, sound, props, makeup, all of that. I'm even even fight coordinator. So to see all of that come together, that it almost like made me fall in love with acting in a way like I need to be a part of this, man. Mm. I had to. So then from there, that's when um Different opportunities to come up here and there, but I'm more so focused on things that I feel like progress the culture. So then that's when Noble came along with uh during the the shooting of Icon. I remember telling Dave, David, I was like, bro, it'd be really really dope if we had some spinoffs, and he was like, we could we could consider that. <laughs> and now we hear you feel me, and it mm -hmm. just the way it came about. Noble is telling the, it, it tells the image of a black man, but it really tells the emotions of every human being. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, I don't, I don't want people thinking like you got to feel oppressed and like you've been through some tra trauma to, to get this. Nah, this, you can go through some simple struggle or even no struggle at all, but the empathy that's put into this character that we really, really poured into it, mm. it's, it's universal. Okay. Uh, what was uh, the biggest, I guess, challenge for you portraying this character in Noble? <laughs> The biggest challenge for me for portraying this character. 
I don't want to sound egotistical, but mm. truthfully, there was no challenge. Mm. So, Being completely transparent, only because I am noble. Mm-hmm. Noble in the way of like lost in thought, lost in your environment, lost in your surroundings, lost in the in the people around you, lost in lost in what you think about yourself on your down days. You feel me? Mm. I feel like I go through that in regular life. So noble was just tapping back into that. Mm. But if anything, if I had to like speak to something, it was how can I be so empathetic to where you feel me, but I'm still sensitive to the culture and not insensitive to the tensions that's what's going on today. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it was more so like that's balancing hard. that line. Yeah. Mm. So well, that, that's tight a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Exactly. Like, um, Like, without giving too much away, because by the time they hear this, they're going to already see it. But yeah. um, what was like some of your, like, your favorite dialogue in the movie? Mm. That's the funny part about it. By the time y'all see this, there was no dialogue. It's a narration. So, like, literally, the the film, without the narration, is silent. Yeah, you mentioned that when we first started. You was like, you want just the, the art to speak for itself exactly. without really having the uh, dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. the, the music speaks to it. The tone speaks to it. The okay. scenes speak to it. But as far as uh, the dialogue, it was more so about how do you wear what we go through? Mm. And I feel like as a people, melanated people wear what we go through the most. Right. Even if like you could be like, hey, what's up with the G? How you doing today? They might be like, I'm cool, man. But you see it in their eyes. They had a long night. You feel me? Mm. Or they had a long life. Mm. So I feel yep. like that was more so the dialogue. Okay. You see it in the in the body language. You see it in the eyes. You see it in the how how noble gazes off into space and you know he in deep thought. Mm. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> it's powerful, really man. Good. It's it's powerful and it's potent and it's in its own time. Yeah, I wish we wasn't in this fucking pandemic so niggas could have screenings. Yeah, I, I wish we could have that too, bro. Yeah. But who knows about the, what the future gonna hold? You know what I'm saying? Right. You just gotta get creative, man. Yeah. Like, so we got Mike Hole, the album. Yes, sir. June 21st, Father's Day. Yes, Father's sir. Day. Then we got Noble, June the 10th. short film, Juneteenth. Come ah. on. Tomorrow, y'all. Come on. Well, by the time y'all hear this, it's way past tomorrow. Right, but the other day. <laughs> but the other day. Yesterday. It's out. Come like, on. I guess to wrap a bow on all this, and I'm pretty sure the, the listeners already know the answer to this question, or think they do. That's the ego talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you feel? No. Let me scratch that. What do you want to accomplish with your art? Especially with the two projects we just talked about. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. If that, I could, that wasn't me. <laughs> 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 that was a <laughs> if I could have people take away anything from my album, Mike Cole, and the short film Noble, it would be take that time. Take that, take that space to understand where someone else is coming from. Mm. Because in our daily lives, we're so focused on ourselves. Because it, it is a priority. Because first I would say self-love. But it's a priority to have that self-love. But a part of having self-love is having empathy. Mm-hmm. And in self-love, there is selflessness. Mm. And I feel like before we can actually say we love ourselves, how are we loving our neighbor? Mm-hmm. How are we loving our brother? How are we loving our sister, our mother, our cousin, 
the, the little kid down the street, you know, ain't got nothing. They always coming to you asking, "Hey, let me get, let me get some, uh, let me get some candy, cuz." Yeah. And I'm like, "I ain't got no candy, but I got this fruit." Yeah. You feel mm. me? Something as simple as that. You feel me? So if anything, it would just take that time to really, really step outside of yourself and say, "How can I help someone else today?" Mm. Like, um, that that just made me think of something. Um. Especially like with everybody, we in a, we in a, we all in a, a place where we see arguing every day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is it like at an all time high? Mm-hmm. And one thing I was just like, man, I see, like, I see everybody arguing like they right, but why ain't nobody listening like they wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like. <laughs> And it's just like that. That's the, the most important part. It's just like, man, what if I'm not right? What if, like, yeah. part one thing like my dad taught me was just like, man, you know you a man when you know your thoughts aren't facts. Mm. Like every thought that you have isn't a fact. Mm-hmm. Word and teach me that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, Come and, on. and when you see like that little kid coming up to you for the candy, like you teaching them something, like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, damn. Pineapple do sound good, or <laughs> apple, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. orange, like. And I, I think it's even a, a different way from looking at it, cause like most people, like man, this dude come to me, ask me for something every fucking day. Yeah. Right. But then you realize you be like, it's cause he don't have nothing. Come on. Or he doesn't have the resources. Or and why is he coming to you? Yeah. Why is he coming to you? Find that. Find that reason of why. That's why I try to teach people like everybody's in your life for a reason. Especially take your, time to figure that especially out. Especially a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sees something in you. Mm-hmm. He be like, yo, I know he gonna give me something. Yeah. Mm. Cause they definitely <laughs> see shit we can't. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I remember one day I was outside raking the leaves and a bunch of kids from the block ran up to me and was like, can we help you? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, y'all ain't got nothing else to do. Y'all want to help y'all me rake leaves? <laughs> I don't even want to do this let shit. Me, <laughs> let me grab some extra rakes, you feel me? <laughs> and Come we got on. to it and it was and it was so interesting because... I wasn't a leader that was going to be like, all right, you go do this, you go do this. I was like, all right, I'm going to help you do this. That's what we do. You're not, we yeah. going to do this together. You're going to be the person that, that sweeps it up. So when he raking it and rake it into a pile, you sweep it up. So when he lift it up, you can help him with the broom, put it in the bag. You feel me? You I'm going to be the person that's going to take the bag back to the trash and bring it back. You feel me? And it was a system and it taught them mm-hmm. organization and taking turns. He was like, I want to do the rake. I wanna. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it ain't your turn yet. You feel mm-hmm. me? So to see that process and be a part of teaching them something just from some, something as simple as raking leaves, powerful, man. Yeah. Powerful, man. Speaking of raking Everybody leaves, <laughs> let's see if we can rake up this tree title. Come yeah. on! Yeah. Yeah. It is time yeah. for the second time. Can he go back? The, is go, this our first back? Is the this first, first double champ? Oh. We got the first double oh. champ! Oh, we we possibly have the first double champ in Trey Miller. You got it but I got faith in you. It's <laughs> Mike Cole. Mike Colvin, Noble, June 21st. Yep. Wait, oh, Mike Cole, oh, June 21st. Yep. Noble, Juneteenth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Players uh, fuck up too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about your socials? Hit them where they can find oh, you. You can find me on Instagram at Mike Cole. That's M- I mean, Mike Colvin. That's M Y C O L V Y double N. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. On YouTube, you can also find our brand D Links. That's mm-hmm. D L I N X TV. And you can find me on all socials, 
basically on my code. Then they find one, they can find them all. Exactly. We call aesthetic around here. You know what I'm saying? Alignment. As you should be. As Come you on. Should be. Let's get it. Let's get it.